0: Hi and welcome to episode 255 of No Crying in Baseball, the Welcome to the Gun Show episode. My name is Patty and I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth who is flexing her guns right now. How the heck are you, Mouth? I am
1: doing extremely well. I spent the afternoon at the DC Beer Share and had a few samples of beer and bicycled home without hitting anything and or hurting myself or falling off or anything. Yeah, apps and I hit a couple potholes and I managed to uh, to deal with it pretty well. So I think, you know, this could be a thing, biking a beer And beer upon share. arrival at home, you made yes. us mojitos. Yes, I did. But that's,
0: that's getting us our leafy greens from the day because the freshly harvested mint leaves from mm-hmm. your yard. And we're drinking them out of these fabulous cups made by one of our friends in the Mojito Moms, which is a gang of moms who has been drinking together periodically <laughs> for, I don't know, 10 years,
1: maybe maybe 12. Yeah, we got through much of motherhood by getting together and having the mojitos. The formative years. Yeah. And there's citrus. You brought the citrus. We've got limes here. Oh, so, so this is a is, it really is, there's a fruit. There's a fruit. There's leafy
0: greens, and not much mixer. So um, <laughs> we're doing great.
1: Yes, and we have a backup beverage from our friends at Tenth Ward Distilling Company. Woo. So we, this is going to be a fun, fun show. And while I'm toasting. Mm-hmm. I would like to toast to one of our dear podcast friends, Ollie. It's his birthday today.
0: Happy birthday, Ollie. So chink,
1: chink, here we are drinking to your birthday, Ollie. Happy birthday. Hope you're having a lot of fun. For sure. And you've been having a lot. You've been having Uh, so much fun. My happy place
0: place is Camden Yards. I just want to be there all Mm -hmm. the time. I had amazing seats thanks to a friend on Friday night. And I got to see all of these guys that I really, really enjoy watching up close. It was a game they won. It was exciting. The fans in the ballpark were way into it, which has been a long time coming in Baltimore. And it's there now. And it was just I the whole I did not leave my seat. I did not go get another drink. I did not go get any food. I was not going to leave that spot because I was just transfixed. I had a great time.
1: I am definitely this mixture of enthused and definitely happy for you for sure and for your kid and this is it's it's happening in baltimore i mean next year i think is going to be totally explosive but the rest of this year like coming what is it chaos Chaos coming. chaos coming. So and the and the side eyed the, the little side eyed bird has gotten nasty. Like he's it's like the angry bird. Yeah, is... they, they
0: swapped into the angry bird wearing the home run chain, saying chaos is coming. Yes. So yeah. So the, so even the mascots got game face.
1: And that's it's fun. It's fun to see a fan base like that. But you know, I've got the little bit of Red Sox fan bitterness about being in last place. Define a little bit. Yeah. I do. Well, you know, I'm fucking depressed most of the time <laughs> because the Red Sox had been sucking. I mean, there. You know, I might introduce A couple of little Red Sox anecdotes as we go along, but there are. I'm hopeful also, just a little bit more hesitatingly hopeful than I and then I recognize the Orioles' hope because today Tristan Casas came up. So first base has been an issue. Eric Cosmer did not, you know, no surprise to Padres fans, did not hop in and save the day there. So they brought up this guy who I I believe he was on the Olympic team, but he's been like the, you know, Kind of like you've you guys have been bringing up a lot of really hot guys, so they've been waiting for this hot guy to come up. And I, when I was at the beer share, it occurred to me that he was playing as I was speaking. And I pulled out my little phone and I opened it up and I noticed that he was 0 and 2. He hadn't gotten a hit yet, and he was at bat. And so I turned it on and I saw his first hit. And oh, I felt like cool. that was like just a little bit of happy, happy, just a moment of happy that yeah. sucks happy. Yeah. So. There we Excellent.
0: go. I am glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. Yes, I'm, I'm like watching baseball on TV all the time, which is hard because there's a lot of um, shows that I would like to also mm-hmm. watch. Um, but one of them I finished. Did you finish too?
1: Yes. So last night, instead of watching baseball, which I, I could have actually seen some good baseball, but instead we finished League of Their Own. And it was you couldn't I couldn't stop watching yeah. at that point. You know, the last few episodes are super intense and just fantastic. The whole series was not what I expected at all, but there is something for everybody. There's really something for everybody. There's so many good messages. that The the actors are fabulous. The actors are very good.
0: The baseball is very good. There's not a lot of it, but what's there is very good. So you can have your friends who don't love baseball like you do Mm -hmm. watch with you without them being overwhelmed by, God, it's all baseball. It's not. Um, I wish there were more, but I, I thought it was a Good story and well told. Yeah.
1: And very realistic. So the the one of the not to do any spoilers, but they do have a streak situation going on. And the <laughs> talk about like how to deal with the streak is so cool because they're wearing the same underwear and not changing their socks and get all pissed off at the one player who does shower that day or whatever. Yeah. But it's very like right on target with how many of us tend to uh, behave in those situations. Yeah.
0: Yep. On today's show, uh, we have boyfriends featuring streaks and presumptive award winners. The O's have a new leader in QHAR. The police blotter features a lot, a lot of bad decisions. Unionize the minors for real this time. It's actually happening, people. We've got international baseball, women in baseball,
1: and cross-training with the WNBA. Cheers. That is so exciting. There's so much good stuff. I, I honestly can't wait to get to your minor segment, but we have a little bit of baseball boyfriend news to get through before we get there, and those of you who've been hanging out with, with us for a while know that we always start off by checking in on our baseball boyfriends. These are the guys that we pick very carefully in the offseason because there is something special about them. We each pick one guy per team. So if you like anything that you hear about these guys right now, go back to our past episodes and check out something about their background. Arolis Garcia from the Texas Rangers I talked about last week because he was on a hitting streak. And at this point last week, I said out loud, should I really be saying this like I felt a little bit guilty? And I, I sort of flashed back to that scene of League of Their Own when, when one of the, the players said the word streak and the rest of them were like, shh, and, and I just like connected that with me last week because his streak ended right after our recording, so I'm I'm feeling a little bit guilty about it. Now, granted, there were major publications across the nation writing and reporting on but his was hitting you, streak. It you, It's actually right. all you. I don't I don't know how to use my powers. Like this is really <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> concerning. So you know, on the happy side, he was okay with it. Uh, it was the longest active streak in, in Major League Baseball at the time. And the longest American League streak of the season in the National League, Trey Turner right now is at 26. And your buddy Paul Goldschmidt, who we're going to hear about, is right behind him. I think the AL is, and I'm not going to click here because that's too much work. Um, the, the AL is a little bit lagging behind now that Adelise Garcia has ended his streak. But interestingly, in that game 24, he walked. And that is just smart playing for winning the game, Mm -hmm. not just trying to preserve your streak. So he did have 24 games on base, and then I think he had an off game, and then he did get a two-run home run against the Red Sox. So – I still, I still adore him. He's still a nice guy. But <laughs> ouch. That was ouch. The Red Sox did come back and win that game, so I don't feel that bad. I'm going to say a thing about
0: walks right now because um, the Friday Night O's game I was at was the one game that Adley had the night off. He wasn't even DHing. I'm like, Are Oof. you kidding me? I'm sitting 10 feet from the catcher spot, and he's not playing. He yeah. came in to pinch hit, and he got a standing ovation for a walk because he stood there, did not swing the bat for six pitches, but then he walked in a run. He we wow. he broke a tie. He walked in a run to break a tie as a pinch hitter. As a pinch hitter, a he rookie. stood there. He watched these balls go by. He has good plate discipline, and he walked in the a run that, that broke a tie. Nice
1: so, work, Adley. um
0: Yeah. So standing O for Adley for you know just paying attention. So um, all Gunner. All the time. Um, The new Adley Rutschman for the Orioles is Gunnar Henderson, (laughs) who you and I saw once or twice, at least, with the Bay Sox early this season with a a double-A team for the Orioles. And he was pretty darn good then. He just got his call up on Wednesday. So he started with the team in Cleveland, and his first uh, Major League hit was a home run. It was a 429 foot home run. And he, um, at that moment, um, made me name him the new league leader in Cuhar. Yes. Uh, He's got amazing flow. After the game, he said, yeah, I can't find a helmet that fits. They're all too small because I have so much hair. Because he wasn't (laughs) even out of the batter's box when the helmet was off of his head. And it would just flow all the way around the bases. And it was so majestic that even um, Jeff Passon said, quote, he ran the bases on his first big league home run with his glorious lettuce flapping in the wind, what a stud. Glorious lettuce.
1: I I wanna add for our new listeners, because I think there might be a couple after today's DC Beer Share. (laughs) The QHAR is Quality Hair Above Replacement Trademark Ollie, and we've been using it to sort of, you know, judge various baseball boyfriends. And, oh, my God. Like, we weren't the only ones commenting on his Oh, no. His
0: hair, his hair was everywhere. All, all yeah. the shots were definitely gore shots of, of, <laughs> of his hair, for sure.
1: Um, It's not just
0: about hitting. Although, so the game I went to on Friday night was his Camden Yards debut. So mm-hmm. there were a couple of standing ovations, like, welcoming him, just like when we went nice. to Adley's debut, which was very cool. He hit two doubles in his Camden Yards debut. Um, he's been Damn. turning double plays, super athletic. He's also the first O ever to play three different positions in his first three games. He started at third. He then gave um, Jorge Mateo a day off of shortstop wow. by playing shortstop. And then he's played second base. And second base is very different than the left side of, you know, uh, uh, of the infield. You know, it's because it's you're turning differently, you're throwing Jeez. differently. And he was the first two outs of the game today. He he made two outs from playing second base in the first three pitches of the game. He was that fast and that good. So, he's going to be super great for a long time coming. So, I think I think the Os are better than people thought they were going to be because these guys came up maybe a little earlier than the Os thought they would or maybe they just kicked in gear Mm-hmm. Sooner, like these aren't guys that are coming up in September just to get right. a couple of at bats. You know, at the major level, they're coming up because they're ready to go. So it's it's very fun.
1: Yeah, it, and they've got a lot of really solid guys there. Like Jorge Mateo and Cedric Mullins are number two and three in bases stole, stolen stolen bases in the American League right now. I, I, like, I thought they were one and shoot. two yesterday. Oh, really? May, so maybe I'm they were I'm going outdated. back and forth because they both yeah. stole bases yesterday. So oh, yeah, oh my god, yeah, they're pretty amazing. So there's so much happening with the O's. Uh, Oh, boy. So keep an eye on Gunner. Yeah. So here, as as my sad Red Sox fandom, um, the AL, League, AL East has been rough. The Orioles are making it rougher. And the only thing that makes me feel better in desperate times like this is if the Yankees are not doing well. So <laughs> the Yankees season, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I think you'll all recall that in June, the Yankees were un- fucking stoppable they were 22 and 6 in the month of June that's a 786 average I was not happy I actually saw them in the beginning of July and was I saw them lose once and I saw them win once so eh, you take what you can get but then in August they have been tanking like they have been beyond taking they are 10 and 18 their average is 357 for August which is their worst month since September 1991 They're still in first place by several games. The AL AL East is just crazy because it's really anybody's game at this point except for perhaps the Red Sox. (laughs)
0: Baltimore is in fourth place in the AL East. They would be winning the AL Central Mm -hmm. right now. That's how hard the AL East is. So I'm having a hard time with the Yankees because when they're playing other AL East teams, I want them to win. It's like, okay, you're already in first place. I need you to knock out the people that are between the Orioles and a wild card spot, and they're not. So, Nick, is, it's 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 a lose lose for me right now.
1: Yeah, I feel like as a last place AL East team, I'm just happy when any AL East team loses. But, you know, I I just ha- it's it's hard to I can't root for the Yankees. Like I just can't be happy when they win. Although, uh Aaron Judge is possibly about to break a crazy record. So, I didn't check since I saw he got run a uh, home run 53 today. I don't mm. know if he got another home run in yeah. today's game. But he's leading home runs, 53 home runs. That is crazy. And uh, the next after him is Kyle Schwabe, who my dad, every time we talk, he gives me the home run count of Schwabe because he wants, he's very bitter about the Red Sox not retaining him, who has 36. So the difference between number one and number two is pretty huge. And of course, all time, Barry Bonds is 73. Can he get that high? And that you know, there's a bunch of 60s.
0: I mean, the Roger Maris one is the is the totally makeable one. That's the AL record. Uh,
1: so he's he's totally going right. to get
0: that, I mean, unless unless something bad happens. But if he continues at his right. current pace, he's definitely going to get the AL all time record. And I do I do
1: not want anything bad to happen to Aaron Judge. Definitely, he's, he seems like a very nice guy. He's a former baseball boyfriend from Patty. So if you want to know about his backstory, go into our um, our archives. But yes. I'm a little bitter.
0: Yeah, he just can't hit home runs in um, in Baltimore because of the Great Wall of Baltimore. Yeah. For some reason, like really, you can't you you can't hit over that damn wall. You know, our, uh. our little guys can hit over that that damn wall. Okay, so Paul Goldschmidt, um, who, who uh, I mentioned, uh, you know, in, in the 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 streak earlier, he's 34. He's likely the National League MVP. That's amazing. Now, um, he has a chance for the first National League player with the triple crown since 1937. The triple crown is batting average, home runs, and runs batted in. Mm -hmm. Okay? So he right now is leading – with his average of 332, I think he's leading the whole league, not just the the national. I think he's leading all of the major leagues with 332. Um, as you mentioned, um, Schwab has 36. Paul Goldschmidt is right behind him in the National League mm-hmm. with 33, but he has led the National League in home runs hit since the All Star break. So he's wow. hot, like he's like you know in the right trajectory. And for runs batted in, he's tied with Pete Alonso at 105. So he is within spitting distance. Of the first National League player to win a Triple Crown since 1937. Who that is, is freaking amazing. Um, he was my it. boyfriend way back when Shep was a pup and he and um, Paul was a diamondback.
1: Wow. It's a long time ago. Wow. My, how things have changed in the course of this podcast. But I, yeah, I wouldn't have called that. And I didn't call that. And I know we're going to get to our predictions later, which is an ugly moment. But my one very short Red Sox uh, focus, which I know I've mentioned them a couple times already. So apologies, folks. But if you haven't seen... The little uh, tweet that we've retweeted from the Boston Sports Enjoyers where I got it, but it comes from somewhere else, and I didn't find the the original source. There's this guy who wears backwards sunglasses who somehow is getting into a lot of dugouts and has been super entertaining. He has, like, the question of the day, like, what's your favorite food with the Cardinals and – that was cute with Mike Michaelis eating a cheeseburger. And, and and your current Cardinals boyfriend, whose name I'm blanking on right now, does not eat because he's very buff and he likes to feel um, – So he doesn't eat anything? Not before the game. Not ah, right before. Okay. This is like right. your pre- favorite pregame meal. But what he did with the Red Sox, at least the two that I saw, was what would your job be if you weren't a baseball player? And Rafael Devers, adorable, carita, young guy – Says in, in, and he did it to, he asked him in Spanish, but Devers responded in English, fishing. And he's like, fishing for a job? And he's like, yeah, fishing. And then the cut is to Kike Hernandez, what would you do without missing a beat, stripper? And, you know, we just, Kike appreciation right here.
0: For sure. And I can't believe you forgot the words Lars and Newt Bar. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it wasn't him. So I think okay. it was an, an an X one. So okay, I've got to look be. at it. So definitely not him. So I've got to go back and do my research on the all Cardinals. Right. So, all right, yeah, Lars, I don't think is. Yeah, is you would have remembered that buff. Yeah. No, okay. No. Well, it's all the candy bar name. Yeah. Right? So yeah.
0: How buff can you be when you sound like a candy bar? Right. <laughs> so um, we don't choose pitchers as boyfriends, but for our fantasy league, we choose um, a one team's group of pitchers. So this year, a flock, a flock of pitchers. <laughs> so this year I, I picked the Hammers. I picked the Atlanta team. Um, and then I, from that, I you know drew the the number of pitchers I was allowed to have. So Tyler Matzik went on the, the IL. So I had to replace him. So I stuck in Spencer Strider, who, um, is freaking amazing. I can't believe I'm not higher up in the standings huh. because I've got Spencer Strider who's a rookie pitcher for the Hammers. He is now the presumptive um, National League rookie of the freaking year.
1: Oh my god. This really?
0: past this Thursday, he struck out 16 over 8 innings versus the Rockies, which is okay. Atlanta what? pitching a rookie? That's uh, Atlanta crazy. pitching over the history of the world has been amazing, Mm -hmm. right? They have things named after. They have like pitching stats named after Atlanta pitchers. This is the record. This is the most ever by an Atlanta pitcher in a nine-inning game. He is a rookie. The previous record was 15 strikeouts held by John Smoltz. And so they talked to strider after the game and he said you know he said and were you aware of what was happening and he said i lost track after five he said i came out of the game <laughs> and kyle wright was telling me something about john smoltz or whatever and i had no idea what he was talking about it didn't make any sense so uh, you know he, uh, he i guess he the people tried to tell him yeah. but i think it's probably best he didn't know because then he didn't worry oh, totally. about it because 16 strikeouts over eight
1: innings that's insane. I would love to, like, it was John Smoltz. I'm guessing it wasn't like an easy ESPN Maybe. game like yeah, him it. calling it. Like, I would have loved to heard his on-the-spot um, reaction yeah. to that going and down. And
0: I, I kind of wonder about that. I kind of think that they, like, the record holders kind of would appreciate it because they knew how hard it was to get mm-hmm. there. I mean, it has got to be some sense of loss. Like, it's not me anymore, but it's also, you are so fucking impressive that you got there because it was how hard yep. it was for me to get there. Yep. Yep. For sure.
1: How about some crime? We have crime? We have some crime. We have lots of crime. We're we going to take mojito. A t- I love this <laughs> mojito.
0: This mojito <laughs> is tasting better all the time. It
1: really is. I'm, I'm really toward the bottom of the mojito, which is a good time to introduce our police bladder segment. <laughs> police bladder. So we have a tsunami for all the wrong reasons. Carlos Martinez, who actually I, I picked St. Louis pitching, I picked that flock of pitchers at some point. Uh, very much because of Carlos Martinez at that time. He had a very long, powerful stay with Cardinals. And then he just kind of tanked last year. And, you know, I think...
0: Is that when the bad decision started? Yes,
1: the bad decision started after the tanking. And it's it, it sort of makes you think about the support and what happens when things go south. Because you can't be awesome forever. Everybody gets old and things break. And, you know, people have flaws. And so what kind of support do we have for players besides just booing them and being pissed off when they start sucking? So Carlos Martinez... Um, was, I believe, a free agent after last year. He ended with the cards in 21. But during that stint, he had two All-Star games. He was in the 13 World Series, beaten by the Red Sox. But a lot... I you were able to slip (laughs) that in there. Yeah, kind of had to, kind of had to. But a, a long, very storied stint there... And then this year has just been struggling and was, uh, he started in the minors with the Giants, was released, he was actually signed by the Red Sox and I was momentarily happy because we had such pitching woes and was released like a week later because he had two terrible starts. ZRA was like over 20. So he's technically a free agent despite the fact that he's a free agent. He was just suspended for 85 games for violating the domestic violence policy. This is retroactive to June 19th. I don't understand how that works for somebody who's not actually pitching, but that's the way it is. And the, the other part of this is we don't know what happened right now. I couldn't find any details of what he actually did. It's being, keeping, it's being kept super undercover.
0: That makes me think that there wasn't a police report. Yeah,
1: that makes me think that the team found something out or witnessed something. But eighty-five games for domestic violence—that does not happen. I mean, Chapman had what, like twenty or thirty or something like yeah. that. Like eighty-five. I yeah, it's it's baffling. It's totally baffling. And then to add to this, he had already been suspended eighty games for violating the minor league baseball uh, PED policy. So. He's been struggling. Was that this year also cuz the That was the also this year. Was the beginning of this year that that happened. So that's just it's just Are, so do they like
0: serve those one like consecutively or is it Yeah, concurrently? I currently I cuz that one sure. went back to June.
1: Right. And Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think he Mac had 80 hard. games to serve already. So I think he's got a lot in front of him. But, you know, his numbers being so crazy, who knows what kind of hope he had anyway. But where will we see him? We will see him in the winter because he will probably be again pitching in the Dominican League, which does not uh, correlate with any punishments that happen in Major League Baseball for the Aguilas C- Cibaeñas. So... I will try to keep my antennas up. If any anybody out there, if you guys know what actually happened, please let us know because we do have a never going to be a boyfriend list. Carlos Martinez, very sadly, the tsunami is now joining the never going to be a boyfriend list.
0: I, I want to interject... Really quick, because you mentioned the Dominican League, the Winter mm-hmm. League, because um, for, for college students who are out there mm-hmm. right now, um, MLB TV is now free for college students, wow. not just through the end of this season. They do that at the end of the year, like, you know, September through okay. the playoffs. But it says it goes to like through February, and they actually are advertising it includes the Dominican Winter League games. Oh, that's They're so They're promoting cool. that as something that you can get with that, which I had not noticed before. They were like saying, this is a good way- reason to get this because you can see these Dominican games.
1: Okay, you college students out there, go grab that Presidente beer and check out Lidom. It's lots of fun. You're going to see a lot of familiar faces. So... You know, often on this show, we, we talk about how how can you not be romantic about baseball? <laughs> that's, that's kind of a, a catchphrase that's been used, and we throw around quite I mean, a bit. I mean, I use it when people hit homers
0: for their right. first hit. Like, you know, say Gunnar and his glorious lettuce. What have you got that's romantic about baseball? So
1: twice this week, not once, but twice... What? People have yes, people have been caught having sex in the stands. Please, you know, and and I know we have some young listeners. Please cover cover yours, dear Braden, but that was mortifying. Yeah, but <laughs> but twice, not once, but twice this past week. So. Once was at the A's, and of course, you know, Twitter's having a field day for this because there's lots of comments about, well, you know, it's an A's game. There aren't that many people around. What are you going to do? It's like sort of the – That's d- why you're going to get caught because <laughs> right. there's nobody else to look at. That's at, bad planning. It is Crowds, bad. Crowds, people. <laughs> I Yeah, I think that there was no planning. You know, in both <laughs> cases, uh-huh. it was the utmost row, like the furthest you could get back in the corner. So Mariners at the A's. There's a photo that you can find online if you want to see what they were exactly doing. And then beyond that, the police actually found a photo where you could see their faces <laughs> and that, that they have released to try to encourage people to turn these guys in because it is punishable for six months in jail up to $1,000 fine if they catch these two people who are now, if you check out the lovely New York Post, you can see both pictures of these two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they got a little too uh, romantic about baseball. But not uh, only them. This So this is Sunday. On okay, no, Monday. No, hold on. That
0: makes me think they weren't at all romantic about baseball. Because right. if they were, they'd be watching the damn game. <laughs> so they may have been romantic.
1: Right. But not about the sport. Right. Hmm. I have no idea what was happening in the actual game. I haven't looked at the scores. I Neither probably they. should have done that. Neither right. did they. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but on Monday, the very next day, I don't know if this is like contagious or something. <laughs> with, like, the Cubs uh, uh, at the Blue Jays, another pair of people caught on video having sex in the stands, it was noted that the Toronto police are not going after them. So I'm not quite sure if Toronto is a little bit more lenient about these things. But the moral of the story is, folks, wait till after the game. Pay attention while the baseball is happening. You can be romantic elsewhere.
0: Or make a decision about the Rogers Center rather than the Coliseum. Yeah. Because clearly they're more friendly. (laughs) for you there those Canadians. i am not condoning that but those very nice people up north apparently want you to mm-hmm. you know solidify your relationship in any way possible right
1: I, don't know. I was i was noticing also that these are both northern cities right one on the west coast and one on the east coast i'm thinking it's the end of the season things are cooling down a little bit not be- for them that, right?
0: <laughs> things are heating up in a couple of relationships right. too two to be specific there we go
1: Oh my. All right. I know you have
0: much better. We're going to segue from that to unionizing the minor leagues. And
1: I'm going to finish my mojito. Me too. All right. This is really yummy.
0: Nope, I'm not going to finish it in one go because I'm it going to talk about unionizing the annoying. minor All Hey, right. we have been talking about unionizing the minor leagues for mm-hmm. years. We have been saying how unfairly minor league players have been treated for years. We have been talking about the organization Advocates for Minor Leaguers, about providing a collective voice for minor league players because they don't have a union mm-hmm. for a while now. That's fairly new. Um, but they were doing that, and all of a sudden, minor leaguers had a way to speak up together as a group. Well, last Sunday night, right after we finished recording, which yes. <laughs> to the bane of my existence, Tony Clark, who heads up the MLBPA, the Major League Players Association, sent a letter of intent to all minor league players saying, hey, we would like to unionize you. We, the Major League um, Baseball Players Association, would like to Organize you guys into a union. And also here's this authorization card. And if you've ever um, organized or been, you know, involved in the organization of a union, you sign this card to show your intent. You're not committing to the union, but you're saying, yes, I feel Mm -hmm. favorably towards this particular organization, this very specific organization representing me for collective bargaining. So the letter said, minor league players have found a collective voice in recent years, which is definitely a reference to, like, advocates for minor leagues. But a voice without meaningful organization is not enough. Unionizing will give this voice true purpose, and the MLBPA will support these efforts from start to finish. That was the marketing letter, and he's not wrong. He is not wrong. So the National Labor Relations Board needs, like, a 30% return on these authorization cards in order for them to run an election to approve... A union. Mm -hmm. They don't have to do it that way. They don't have to go through uh, the the National um, Labor Relations Board. They can ask Major League Baseball to voluntarily recognize the union, but what are the odds? Very, very small. So it's probably going to have to go through um, NLRB, which will take longer, but there you go. If an election is held, if the uh, National Labor Relations Board holds an election and the vote is for unionization, then the Major League Baseball has to recognize the union. Right. It's, it's official. They have to recognize it. And then that means that the MLBPA would collectively bargain with owners on behalf of the minor leaguers, as well as on behalf of the major leaguers. Wow. And that would be separate. Right. And so some people are kind of talking about is that is that going to hurt the major league players if the minor league players are also. And it's actually not. It's kind of collaborative. It's kind of collaborative. Um, The minor league union would potentially be much bigger because there's 180 roster spots for each of the 30 teams that have affiliated minor league players because they have so many teams, right? So it's 180 roster spots. So there's potentially a collective bargaining unit of 5,400, which is way more than the – I don't know if they use the 26-person roster or the 40-person roster for you know MLBPA, mm-hmm. but still that's just that times the 30 teams. It's way
1: bigger. Yeah,
0: Major League players make a lot more money. They're probably paying more in dues. Um, Tony Clark said that the minor leagues would pay very little in dues. Good. If at all, they really understand that. And he also said that the major – in an interview, he said, the Major League players made the commitment to provide the support the financial support necessary during this window of time so That's the awesome. major league players dues are basically underwriting this organi- organizing campaign for the minor leagues and like the two, two separate collective bargaining agreements is not uncommon for a union like and um, they used the example of healthcare The the same union might represent registered nurses huh. and also represent like the maintenance staff Interesting. at a hospital and those are separate bargaining agreements but they're done by the same Huh. Union, the same, yeah, so there's so that that is something that is done. and it can only actually help the other one because they can agree to work together. On some things, which makes them so much stronger than yeah. just one or the other. Interestingly, so advocates for minor leaguers, who was the organization that was providing this voice for minor leaguers, their leadership—they've disbanded, and now their leadership works for the MLBPA. So they've said, "Okay, you guys taking this? We're going to work with you to make this happen."
1: But that's a huge statement that like we're putting our eggs in this basket. Like this is where it's going. They could and have we're picked gonna... a different
0: union to work with, yeah. and they said, "Nope, we're going. We're going with you guys." And, uh, you know, we've seen this before where these major league players who make a boatload of money have said, we have to make these decisions to benefit mm-hmm. everybody, including even major league players for making league minimum right. or whatever, but also preparing the way for minor league players and finding a way for even like, they, you know, they were getting involved with the draft and all of that. Like, how do we get right. these, these guys just coming in to make a living wage, you know, from jump? So they have a history, the major league union, of helping the minor league union. So this is very fascinating to me. I'm so excited. There's not really a timeline yet. So um, uh, Tony Clark said a whole bunch of, of these cards came back like in 24 hours. The response they got in 24 hours was huge. That's so good. Not giving any numbers away right now. So we don't know. We don't know how long they're going to give them. We don't know how they're going to follow up with minor league players to, you know, make sure they do the outreach to get those cards back. But um, things are rolling. They, they kind of waited for this window. Mm-hmm. where I mean, not only are unions seen more positively in the United States than they have been in years, like a 68% approval rate or something, wow. which is huge, but also people have more um, understanding of what minor league players go through. They understand about the owners versus the players and what their goals are and what their financial stakes are. More There's more of a relationship. So they've built up this whole public hmm. campaign, so now's the time. Now's the time to move. So I'm very excited about this. Thrilled to death. Can't believe it happened after we finished recording on Sunday. But here we are. Here we are. Go but team.
1: I, I just can't. It's it's like a dream come true almost. It's been something that we've been batting around for a very long time. Like this is you know, something No, you said batting would... around. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> that We're hoping would happen. And and here it is. And I love the collaboration. I mean, just thinking of my own union experience, I'm in a teacher's union. Mm-hmm. And there's the print, there's the administrative union, and there's the teacher's union, and there's the support staff union. Right. So we do have three yep. separate unions, but they collaborate on essential issues for the whole school system. Yep. So I just, I don't know, I'm excited. I'm, I'm yep. blown away. It's yeah,
0: I like that we're like a hundred percent union podcast. I mean, I have yes. now moved to to human resources, so I'm not allowed to be in the union. But I was the <laughs> vice president of the of the local, nice. uh, for my workplace. So I'm definitely a, a a union kid too. So um, this is very exciting for us. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, so Do that's we... the good news. The bad news is, yeah, if you want to make us more cocktails, All I'm, right. I'm so good with that.
1: We we have a, a thing of ice cubes here. Do you want to? Should we just? Dump a couple ice cubes mm-hmm. and then open this can of cocktails, which is going to be a much better. Um...
0: I'm also, like, for safety, not actually leaving Potty Mouth's house. She does not know that yet. But, okay, that's um, fine. But I may just be, you know, staying here in the studio
1: and. I have to edit. That's a little point bit. So you a can, little bit? All right. You can hang out with Mr. Potty Mouth while I edit. All right. Should I'm I not... talk about predictions or should I wait until we <laughs> finish trying
0: to get ice cubes out of a water bottle, which is kind of hilarious?
1: It's so bad. I need a chopstick. You need a chopstick. I can't chop get stick. the fucking, or really long fingers. Do you need help? I'm just going to. Do you drink. want me to help you? I'm or are you just going to go? The co- I don't know. Can you get the ice cube? I don't out? know. Maybe. This is, this is humor, right? No, it's pretty stuck. So that, like, kudos to Liberty Water Bottles, not a uh, sponsor of the podcast by any means, but they oh. keep the ice cube frozen enough. All right, where does it, it go? Will, Who gets it, it? It goes in mine. Yeah, that, that there you go. All right,
0: there's two, there's more. You want, do you need more? Or are we I good? think that's good. I think
1: we checked okay. it too. I made ice yeah. happen. Ooh, check me you, out. You did. All right. Oh my Superpower. God. New Superpower. So our, our
0: mojito mugs apparently work for a canned cocktail called the Bee's Knees.
1: Yes. Is that right? Yeah, I have not tried this cocktail before. It is from our, not only 10, 10th uh, Ward Distillery, is women owned. In Frederick, Maryland, and it is made with gin, lavender, honey, lemon, and ginger. How could that be bad?
0: Oh, it is not bad. Oh, oh it's. Oh. All right. Oh. And you thought we were all about beer. Oh. Now. No, we're... We're, right, we're that's hanging out cool. for a while. lovely. Um, okay, so while I'm drinking this del- delicious, delicious cocktail from a can, God bless you, technology, I'm going to tell you about our predictions. So we try to check in at the beginning of the month. We don't always because our predictions are terrible. So I decided <laughs> really to shorthand bad. the predictions this month. I'm just going to tell you the things we got right. So far, and there are two of them. Thank you. Bless Here are the things we've gotten right. Potty Mouth has picked um, J-Rod for American League Rookie of the Year. I got
1: something right. And it, right now, Holy he shit. is in
0: the lead for that. Um, Adley Richmond is number two with a bullet right now. And I did not yeah. pick Adley because so I didn't think he was coming up that soon. But you picked him as your boyfriend. But I picked him as my boyfriend. But anyway, so J-Rod right now is got, got it kind of locked up. And the only, honest to God, the only division leader oh my God. that we got right, that I got right, I got... I had Dodgers for, you know, winning the NL West out of all three, you know, in the American League and all three in the National League. The only one any of us got right Right. was me picking the Dodgers for the NL West. That's it. That's all
1: we suck at predictions. So the moral of the story is follow us for for cocktail suggestions, but don't follow our predictions or don't go to Vegas with them. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's plenty. Yeah. So um, mostly we're we're good with the boyfriends, less so on the awards.
1: But hey, we can go to Mexico. Can we? Yeah, with the Gigantes and the Padres. That would be the San Francisco Giants and the San Diego Padres are going on vacation. I like how
0: Padres works either way.
1: (laughs) It totally does. They're going to Mexico next year, April 29th and 30th, 2023. These games actually count. They're part of the Major League Series. They're going to be playing at the Alfredo Harp Elu Stadium which I found out is named after and built by somebody who's a minority owner of the Padres. So clearly this is a home game for the Padres. Huh. It is their fourth Mexican tour, but the first for the Giants. So it's it's a cool market to expand into, and I would love to go to Mexico. I don't know.
0: So this is like um, the – The London series, Mm -hmm. exactly right, but the Korea series that we talked about does not, because that's a November thing where it's just sort of picking, um, not necessarily um, all stars, but they're picking a variety of players from. MLB to play a variety of players which from the KBO. Fun. Which sounds super fun, but it doesn't count in the way this counts. Right. This is definitely the, you know, Major League Baseball playing actual Major League season games in different countries.
1: Yeah, so the, so the Korea series sounds like fun baseball, kind of like the World Baseball Classic is going to be fun baseball, which is going to be coming up soon next March. And Team USA is getting all the press and is looking mighty hot. In addition to... Mookie Betts, Tim Anderson, Kyle Tucker, Mike Trout, Pete Alonso, Paul Goldschmidt, Trevor Story, Bryce Harper, and Roland, Arenado, JT, Realmuto, and Cedric Mullins, who we talked about before. <gasps> Breathe. We now have this week Trey Turner and Will Smith joining the team. I'm wondering about pitching. Is this Will Smith the catcher? Yes, it is Will Smith the catcher. Okay, so
0: we are we are at almost 100% boyfriends.
1: That is. Is it just wow. Harper and Arenado who aren't our boyfriends? Arenado was my boyfriend. Oh, was it? That It's yep. just Harper. It's Harper's the only non-boyfriend because every oh wow. Trout is Trout it's Trout and Harper. All oh, right, right, we've right, never right. picked a boyfriend because we will not talk yeah. about weather over right. a
0: beer. Right, um, but all of the other ones have been a boyfriend for NCIB. So see, we're really good at boyfriends. (laughs) We're really bad at predictions. Yes.
1: So if you want to find out about those guys, go to past episodes. Lots of fun stories. As far as the other teams in the World Baseball Classic, there's just not quite as much focus. Go figure. But I was really interested to see that Marcus Stroman is the current pitcher for the Cubs, who pitched for the United States in 2017 in this sort of like infamous ba- game where they beat Puerto Rico in their championship game is going to play for Puerto Rico. I didn't know his mom's Puerto Rican. Huh. So he qualifies. Fascinating. So he's not. So the, the well, U.S. Good, there which, are no pitchers apparently right? for the
0: U.S. team.
1: So I don't know. The U.S. is going to have all these bats, but who's pitching? Marcus Stroman is pitching for Puerto Rico. The only other two confirmed, I think, players, because it was. Maybe not the best source that I found it from. Carlos Correa and Jose Miranda, both from the Twins, that feels weird to say, but that is true, are going to be playing for Puerto Rico. So there are a lot, and I just really hope Quique Hernandez joins this because he'll just make it fun. And, you know, you can use a stripper on the team. (laughs)
0: Every team <laughs> oh. uses
1: a stripper, for but oh. but the Dominican Republic will have the Fisher because Rafael Devers has announced I think for the Dominican Republic along with Juan Soto, so young guys who hit balls far and Sandy Alcantara, Marlins pitcher, so they have pitching. They There's have all pitching. this pitching happening everywhere except they have, for the like, U.S. Presumptive Cy Young winner, um, Sandy Alcantara. That, that would yep. be super fun. Yeah. Uh, the only other. World Baseball Classic confirmed uh, international player that I think I know about is Randy Rosarena, who a while ago announced that he's playing for Mexico, despite the fact that he is Cuban, born in Cuba. But when he defected, left Cuba, whatever, went to Mexico first, which is common, but he did stay there for a while. And uh, played in the Mexican league, and very recently, in order to be able to play for Mexico, became an actual Mexican citizen. So he's got the paperwork behind it.
0: Isn't that where he had his, let's call it a dust up? Yeah. And so he
1: is on the never going to be a uh, baseball boyfriend list because of trying to kidnap his child from the child's mother. That did happen in Mexico. Yeah. It happens in what. Happens in Mexico. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Hey, so what happens in Russia is a mm. is a whole international incident. It's awful. So we're cross training with Brittany Griner again. So if you remember Brittany Griner, who is the WNBA player, plays for the Phoenix Mercury during the season, and then plays in Russia in the off season because we don't pay women basketball players like we pay. Male basketball players right. in this country, so they need to do things in the off season, and they can get paid a boatload to play basketball in Russia. So, Brittany, as you know, we've talked about it before. You can get the news anywhere. Is it has started like a nine-year sentence for bringing in, like you know, a vape with a little bit of, you know, with a little bit of uh, cannabis oil in it, which was not necessarily the right thing to do. But oh my God, nine! It's freaking not worth years. Nine years. So Nine uh, years. I think people are pretty confident she she will get sprung with some crazy, you know, some trade of of prisoners or whatever. But in the meantime, in the meantime, here at home, her team, the Mm -hmm. Phoenix Mercury, has continued one of her philanthropic drives. She's got... a. um, A foundation called BG's Heart and Soul S O L E Shoe Drive, where every year that she she you know she tries to get people to donate new or gently used shoes to give to a shelter. And this year, her team did it for her in her absence, in her honor. They got thirty two hundred pairs of new or gently used shoes, plus twenty seven thousand dollars for the Phoenix Rescue Mission. Uh, Years ago, Brittany would see. People who are, you know, without homes who did not have shoes on their feet and said, I can, this is, this is a very specific thing I can help with. So that's when she started this. They, so that her team, the Phoenix Mercury, raised more shoes this year than the first four years combined.
1: Oh my God.
0: Wow. Weirdly and separately, USA Today reports that even though Brittany Griner, WNBA player, got arrested in Russia and may have to serve nine freaking years in a Russian, you know, prison. Oh, my God. That 32 United States players have signed up to play offseason basketball in Russia. And they better check their luggage very well. I mean, see, the thing, here's the thing. If... If we pay them enough, if we paid yeah, them right. fairly, they wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. It would be a lot easier for them to say, right. "No, I am going to protest. I'm not going to pay. In, I'm not going to play basketball in your country because until you free Brittany Griner, but they they can't. They can't. Yeah. They can't make the decision because they are they're they're being held right. hostage basically by poor salaries. So there you go. Um that that is my um that is my story about um cross training and Brittany Griner and shoes on the good side and people playing basketball in Russia because we treat women basketball players poorly in this country.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm wondering about the, the recent victory from the women's soccer team for yeah. getting paid well and how that might affect that might, yeah. Yeah. other other sports because it yeah. should be I mean it's it should be across the board people should be paid the same for playing sports so then we can go into women's baseball which we don't have enough of but it's growing so we're, we're watching it in Puerto Rico, they have a women's league that kicked off this weekend and it's growing and this is super exciting. They have 3 new teams this season. The <laughs> Ladies Yankees, so maybe I'm not so <laughs> not so excited about that first of Guanaki. Uh, wait, Guanakia. Can I say can I Guanica? pronounce that Guanica? Guanica. Guanica. Guanica, That's it. Juanica. Like All I'm right.
0: going to correct you. That's you are, hilarious. You, you are.
1: You... <laughs> that is hilarious.
0: All right. I've been in the
1: business. Las petroleras <laughs> de peñuelas. Petroleras. That's like gas workers. I don't know. In, y las vejigantes. I don't know what that means. You're Ponce. making stuff up. And that's their names. So that's eight teams, which we don't have eight teams in a national league in, in the United States mainland, but they are playing a very short season, 14 regular games and four teams advance. But at least it's a start. But one thing we are having having in this country, in it is the same country, in the mainland United States, the International Women's Baseball Center, bless them for promoting women in baseball are, are partnering along with Sabre to have a women in baseball conference, the fourth annual, which is coming up very soon. And you too can participate for a mere 50 bucks before the 7th of September. You can join this virtual conference, which is happening September 16th to 18th. And the theme is very, um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like temper, like happening now, like, uh, Current. current you're going for current, current. i might All be right. going for current uh-huh. uh title nine in women's baseball where we've been and where we're headed
0: i thought you were going to go with some butter related thing because of last week's title title nine salute in butter Uh-oh. sculpture but no
1: <laughs> but no. Also, go back to last week to hear about the butter I you believe gotta hear about the it.
0: saber conference this year is actually in baltimore
1: in oh, september
0: wow. so yeah that that was pretty tempting too but Darn you, real job! Yeah. Darn you, paying job! Yeah,
1: come on. Well, we'll we'll get to the Patreon bit in a minute, maybe. Uh, also, we have younger women playing right now. As I am speaking, the Maria Pepe tournament, f- named after Maria Pepe, who famously is the one who in, who said that w- girls can play in, in little league. She was a, she was a young player in the early seventies. Yep. Um, playing in Little League, and was they attempted to shut her out, and she sued and won. She didn't get to reap the fruits of her labor, but many other girls did. And so this tournament is named in her honor. It's happening in Long Island this weekend, hosted by the New York Wonders. 16 teams from this region, including... Our very favorite D.C. girls baseball. Go, D.C. girls. So I can't wait to hear how they did. And speaking of youngins, this is my last uh, update here. Little League World Series, the finals was happening as we were recording last week. And I just wanted to give an official congratulations to the young guys. I think they were all guys from Hawaii who outscored their opponents 60-5. to over the course no of way. the Little League World Series they won all of their 6 games their closest margin was 5 runs difference and in the final game i mean curacao i was definitely rooting for and amazing that they made it to the finals but they lost 16 to thir- 13 13 to 3 in the final game which is the mercy rule if you're ahead by Ten runs in the first, in, in, in the fourth inning. That's
0: early for the a fourth mercy inning. rule. Wow! Yeah. So, and for a championship game to get mercy ruled, they must be spectacular. It's crazy.
1: And and curacao was the only team to have momentarily had a lead over Hawaii in the because they were up first in the first inning and they managed to score a run. So they had that lead. That was the only time in the whole series that another team was leading. So something is happening in Hawaii. Hawaii.
0: Yeah, congratulations. Um, There's a team that wants to have a lead over me (laughs) in the fantasy team, and that would be the kids who just put Gunnar Henderson.
1: They they are so smart on their team
0: because they are paying freaking attention. Because right now, the kids are behind me by a point. Um so starting from the top, bone those boyfriends still, still I'm getting bored. Um, 196.5 points. Uh, in front Here of Spicy go, Susie's Hot Mess at 182. Oh my God, that's nuts. Leftovers, still hanging in there at number three. Uh, super Depressed Ace Fan at number four. Eye Zombies are for adults at number five. Deborah at number six. Karen's Injured Team at seven. Me at eight still, but oh, the kids are going to jump all the heck over me with the addition of Gunnar Henderson, who um, the kids are at number nine. And then Defense, good offense, meh, at 10. And then thanks, Potty Mouth, for holding us all up on your back. At number
1: 11. So just to be super clear, this is our fantasy league that we made from our boy, baseball boyfriends. But we invite, you know, you guys, you listeners, to join us. So if you're interested in this, stay in, stay tuned. And you might be able to join us next year because we have fun listeners. I just want to say that so the kids have done nothing, right, all season except for that. The kids do
0: the set it and forget it yeah. method. They pick their favorite people. And they, in fact, Gunner got put in because Tatis was still on there. Roster who hasn't played in forever, so yeah, so now they have a real shortstop.
1: Wow! So they had Andrew Benintendi for 16 or 17 minutes. I should do, be able to do the math better, but they but they had him for like a flash, and then they got Michael Harris the second, who is up there. And I'm trying to remember which leaderboard well, Benintendi he's Benintendi
0: is um, on the IL right now, so that oh, may have been that's why that. they did
1: that. So it was 16 minutes. They found him on the IL. They got Michael Harris the second. Also, a super depressed A's fan, you go. He was like within one game of the leftovers and he ready to take him down. Didn't happen last week, but you know, keep it up, super depressed A's fan. I think think you can get there. (laughs) Oh my God. So it's Labor Day weekend. So hooray
0: for labor news, for the minor leagues. Hooray for a day off for many of us. And
1: Potty mouth, how are we spending our day off tomorrow? So Patty and I are going to Camden Yards. Yeah, we are all fucking day. It's a real doubleheader. How? I don't remember the last time I've seen one of these. I like, am just telling in- you
0: that for fifteen dollars a ticket, we are getting two full, two full baseball games, mm-hmm. or as long as we want to stay, and right. a Ryan Mountcastle T-shirt. I'm just saying we're in the cheap seats, which are going to be super fun, mm-hmm. and we can stay as long as we want, and we're going to watch these young guys who are so motivated and so excited to be playing baseball, and they're playing the Blue Jays, who they are neck and neck with for this wild card spot, so it's actually two meaningful games for the Orioles. Oh,
1: huge! And and the wonderful thing about me going as a Red Sox fan is somebody gets to lose. So yeah, really anybody so losing. So I'm just going to be happy that either the Blue Jays or the Orioles lose. But now, are you going to
0: follow our algorithm and say if you don't, if it doesn't matter to you? You're going to root for the home team because it well, doesn't matter to you. Yeah,
1: it's just the 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 level of enthusiasm of rooting for the home team. I, it depends on how much beer I drink. There is really. a Theory
0: out in the world <laughs> that potty mouth is actually a little bit of an O's fan, but no, is not willing to admit it yet. No, no, no. I've no, been no, to no. games. I've seen it happen.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I, I don't know. You get swept I don't, up in the. Moment. I'm going to be drinking some some steady some Eddie, steady and we'll see. Steady yeah. Eddie, you know, also a good guy. Like, just so many good guys. So
0: the difference between the super good seats that I was in on Friday oh and the God. super cheap seats that we're going to be sitting in tomorrow is that I, the guy comes by and says, "Would you like a steady Eddie? Do you need another one?" I'm going to have, I mean, obviously we're buying it, but, wow. but still, you know, but they don't come to you in the cheap no. seats very much. So. No, but that's,
1: you know, I'm okay. I can be the beer fetcher. I can leave the seats. I'm okay. I mean,
0: the cheap seats I can probably leave yeah, too, there we go. but yeah, but yeah. Um, so super excited about that. And then actually the next Nats game I'm going to go to oh. is September 16th. And so I'm going to say hi, Alex, in the hopes that you're listening, a, a dear friend of mine, has a friend coming to visit from the UK who's bringing his daughter who just graduated from high school who wants to go to a baseball game. And so we are going to the dance game. I've been invited to go as someone who could actually explain baseball. (laughs) Um, And I I jokingly said to my friend, tell Alex to listen to No Crying in Baseball as homework. And he said, done. So if you're listening, Alex, can't wait to meet you for the dance game. Fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so I'm hoping, hoping you're going to some baseball games because, boy, things are getting exciting as we get close to the wild card and the playoffs. And all, all, the, all the games matter now. All the games matter. I love September baseball. Um, it, So hopefully you're going to games or watching them on TV or however you get your games. If you're not, please feel free to check out past episodes of No Crying in Baseball. If you have friends or family that you think would like to hear us talk about baseball, please let them know. Leave us a rating or a review if you like. And gosh, we would love to talk to you on social media. Especially the thing we love best is for you to correct us when we yes. get things wrong.
1: Yeah, I'll take all your corrections. Find us on Twitter at NCIB Podcast, Facebook and Instagram is No Crying in B-Ball. And then if you want to throw us a couple bucks and huge shout out, actually, oh, we Holly! have a, we have a new Patreon, Holly. Thank, thank, thank you, Holly. you, Holly. So if you also want to throw us a few dollars, so that we're we're so close to breaking even on this podcast, we're really close. We just Need like one or two more Patreon people. That's Patreon. And it's not that the alcohol beer uh, bill is that high. No, that's not it. It's no, just the no. actual expenses. We do have actual expenses, but we are so close. Patreon dot com slash no crying in b ball. You will find us. And I I want to put out a little bit of an apology to our con- current Patreon friends. I haven't put too much like special uh, stuff up there, but you know we're going to a ball game for uh, ball games, two ball games all day tomorrow. I think I got to do some like recording or video. I'll throw some fun stuff in Patreon.
0: I have a feeling that between two two yeah. seventh inning stretches, you're going to yes. get some Thank God I'm a Country Boy that's oh, going to end up on there. Right. Yeah. And I
1: still don't know all the lyrics, but luckily they put them out there so yeah. I can use the the cheat.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey, quick fun thing. Mm -hmm. I've always liked that the Orioles do this land is your land. Yeah. Which is so much more of a community organizing sort of we're all in this together song rather than like God bless Mm -hmm. America. And they did it on Friday night. And the singer who did it live. Oh, wow. Started with like a super deep verse. Didn't start with the top. Just did one verse, but it was like a deep dive. Like, I am so impressed with you. Thank you for that. It was really very cool. Hey, so make sure you are up to date with your boosters. Um, please fight the man it's the right thing to do. Send your game balls to Meredith. And until next week, say goodnight, Potty Mouth. Good night, Potty Mouth.
1: Your minors are a little wrinkled. (laughs) Is
0: that what we're calling them now? I prefer to think of them as majors, but that's...
1: (laughs) Oh, God, I'm not going to make it through this episode. I almost didn't get here. I almost
0: drove off the road with your text, so...